Welcome back to the podcast, Growth and Jams fans. Today I'm joined by my good friend, M. We're here to talk about all things life and give you some great music suggestions at the end. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast, M. I'm so excited to have you here today. I know you're super nervous, but I think you have a lot to offer the world. We've been friends for like six or seven years now, which sounds unreal at this point. I'm glad that you are still a friend and that you are still in my life. To get started, you're at UTSA currently. How many semesters do you have left before you graduate? I have like one, I could have two if I don't do classes in the summer. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on if I want to do summer classes or not. Look at you, trudging along, almost at the finish line. That's super exciting. I find you to be a very unique and quirky individual. I guess we can start with some questions about you more so than like external things to you. So one of them being, what is something that is unique to you? and that people would otherwise not know about you i like to knit do you crochet or is it just like normal knitting i don't know like knitting with needles like Mm. big needles i made a scarf that's very cool and you picked that up during the pandemic or not during yeah no i did like at the very beginning but i just now kind of like followed through with it and actually started to work on it and why do you like doing that is it cathartic and peaceful yeah it's very calming and when i have nothing to do then i'm just like hey like i should knit and it really (laughs) is like a super chill thing honestly that's awesome i found that a lot of people since the pandemic started have picked up very random hobbies as well like me i got into archery and I have a bow and arrow now, and I shoot my bow and arrow. <laughs> that sounds so silly to say. But yeah, I'm like Katniss Everdeen out here, just shooting my bow yeah. and arrow. But you also live alone, correct? How yes. do you like that that experience? Is, there, is it weird? Does it get lonely? Do you like it more so than you would if you were living with roommates, would you say? Yeah, honestly, I think it's probably the best thing ever. I love it. I go do whatever I want when I want and I decorate a certain way and I like to have the vibes right. So I definitely have it like altered to me specifically. And I think living with a roommate would kind of ruin everything. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. I don't know if I ever am lonely, like I'll just invite some people over like friends go out or something but it's really not that big of an issue yeah does it just feel nice to have your own space for sure are you one of those people that has a like the way that i say it because i'm super i guess introverted is that my social meter runs out really really fast do you feel that that's the same with you like you're just hanging out with people and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm kind of over it and I want to go be alone or go home and just not talk to people. Yeah, honestly, definitely. That's probably like the down, I guess, 
the downside of living alone is people are always like, yeah, let's go to your place or whatever, mm-hmm. like making my place a place. But that does happen to me to where I'm like, all right, I'm kind of over it, but I don't want to tell people to go mm-hmm. home because that's kind of just awkward and I don't like doing that. Yeah. So I try to kind of like stray away from having a lot of people over. So the only downside to living by yourself, you would say, is that people kind of find a way to make it their own space yeah invite yourself over i mean like don't get me wrong i like having people over too it's just sometimes i'm like can we not because i want to be able to end it when i want you know like <laughs> i'm like hey that's harsh over. is it i'm like crap <laughs> a little bit hey, it's all right though all right to jump into some heavier questions what is one of the hardest things that you've been through in life and what did you learn from that Probably the hardest thing is just kind of like losing interest and I guess like dropping some of the people that have been closest to me. It's like people that I thought that would always be there and like they're people that I've always relied on and it was always my comfort zone knowing that I had them there. Mm-hmm. And now that they're not in my life, it has been a little difficult but at the same time it's very beneficial in finding my independence again it's made me realize like the cliche but it's like you can really never count on anyone other than yourself mm-hmm. and i guess your family also like very fortunate to have an amazing family i count on them for anything and i know they're always there so i regained my independence and i'm not worried about other people other than myself it was a hard thing but it was a good thing you know yeah That's awesome. Would you say that those were the culmination of losing friends or I guess cutting ties with people over years or was it more like this happened recently and it's been pretty abrupt or has it been an ongoing process? Um, It's kind of a little both. Definitely a lot more recently, but it has happened like over the years too before. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's kind of something you just got to like keep moving past and really yeah. just finding you want and what makes you happy, I guess, at the end of the day. I find that girls, maybe this is me like generalizing, but girls tend to go through these things a lot more so than guys because I feel like, I don't know, maybe it seems like girls are more easy to cut other girls out of their lives or stop being friends with them, but I feel like guys tolerate like a lot of stuff and are just passive aggressive towards each other. I feel like I've definitely tried my hardest to maintain these relationships and stuff but it does get very exhausting and there's a point when you gotta just be like all right we're just on different paths and i've learned that you can't use history as an excuse to keep someone around that's a major thing i don't do that anymore and i used to be like but i've known them for so long you're like la la like it doesn't matter yeah Yeah, that's that's really really true i'm glad that you're able to recognize that because i think a lot of people our age and i did it for a long time too, just keep people in their lives because they've been in your life for so long and it's like you feel some sort of obligation to keep them in your life after spending so much time with them but yeah if they're not providing or helping you or lifting you up now then what's the point yeah exactly but yeah thank you for sharing that i'm sure that's not easy to go through especially not during a time like this the pandemic and needing people in your life. So I'm sorry you had to go through that, but I'm also proud of you for being able to recognize the things that you've recognized and learned what you've learned from those situations. Moving on, 
So if you could go back in time and change one moment or redo one moment or undo one mistake, what would that be for you and why? I don't know if there's necessarily one moment, but I have done some reflecting and I would just say that moving forward now, I would never like let my emotions get the best of me because that has happened a few times in the past and it really just made me someone who I like have never wanted to be. Now I know to not overthink, don't react impulsively based off how I'm feeling mm-hmm. at the moment because that ruins a lot of situations for me that I wish I could take back. Mm-hmm. But now I know. I've definitely found that that's been the case in my life as well. Is there something that you do when you're in one of those situations to prevent your emotions from getting the best you I guess just thinking about the effects of it before I do it, I'm like, do I really want to spend this much energy on something that's going to be fine in the next day or whatever? Yeah. Like, I found that I don't want to waste my time or energy on dumb things anymore. That's all super, super relevant <laughs> advice. What else has been going on in the life of Emily that's, that's been tough? What has been good? Well, the good things... I stick to routine every day now. I try to get up earlier and then just clean, do my homework. I recently got a job as a marketing assistant for a real estate company. And I don't start till the 14th of December, but it's my first real job. So that's super super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. What do you think you're going to be doing in that role? I'm going to run their social media and then also plan events. I don't know as far as that's going to go just because of COVID and not a lot of events that you could do, but I think I'm going to do a little bit of everything. That's awesome. Was it difficult to get that position during this time or how did you get that position? Yeah, I've been looking at online job postings and whatnot, like Indeed Mm -hmm. and stuff, but I did have to go through four interviews, like four different Zoom interviews. So it was very, very time consuming, but it paid off. So I'm happy about that. And that's going to be for the full spring or is it for a set amount of time or just open-ended? It's kind of open-ended right now. I think they do this 30, 60, 90 thing where they have me for the month and then we go over how good I am or what yeah. <laughs> We'll go another month or another 60 days and just kind of review and then just keep building off of if I'm meeting the requirements. That's exciting. Your first big girl gig. Does it feel, does it feel weird? It does, but also now I feel comfortable because at first I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to get a job. Like I'm freaking (laughs) out. I feel very lost. And now that I have this, I'm more excited than nervous or worried. That's super exciting. It's all about getting your foot in the door and taking small steps that lead to long-term success. So I'm happy for you. And that's super exciting to see you go from high school M who was just, you know, floating through life, having a good time to now you're doing pretty cool stuff in the world. So that's awesome. Yeah. Are some of the, the tougher things that you've been dealing with since the pandemic started feeling confused and not knowing where to go from where I'm at. So that's been in my head and me constantly overthinking and worrying about the future and just where I'm going to go from here. That is the first step that I got. So I can kind of relax now. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's just tough. Online school is hard. And I feel like I'm not really learning that much because yeah. it's just really bizarre to be teaching yourself. Yeah, not to, not to you know, put UTSA down, but they are really dropping the ball when it comes to online learning. And I've taken a bunch of online classes before in college through UT, through community colleges to get accelerated credit and stuff like that. And nothing has been as horrible as this experience with UTSA. And I'm not one to complain and I'm not one to be like, oh, I have to teach myself like what a tragedy, but holy crap, it's horrible. I did my course evaluations yesterday and I've never gone so hard on these course evaluations in my (laughs) life. My, to put into perspective, I have four midterm exams for my microbiology class and they're each over about four chapters of the book. And he posts the lectures and what chapters the test is over one week before the exam and then says, good luck. And then you take the exam a week later and then it's radio silence for three weeks and he doesn't say anything. And then he's like, oh, sorry, forgot to post the lectures again, even though everyone's been reminding me your exam is next week. Here's four more chapters, like 200 pages of reading. And I'm like, ah, (laughs) you're like, nope. Yeah, this last test, which was exam number four, was this past Thursday. And this guy posted the final chapter for the exam one hour before the exam and said, sorry, I forgot to post this lecture, but this is also on the exam. And I was like, are you serious? No, it's horrible. I don't know. how. And people have gone like straight to the department chair, obviously a lot of people are probably doing that but they're not doing anything they're like oh too bad suck it up type of thing that's really tough have your classes also been that bad or is it just me out here dying no it has been bad i'm taking a stats class and i have to all the formulas confuse the crap out of me and like Mm -hmm. having to figure that out is just hard enough as it is even in real life So that's a little hard, but the professor for that class, he's so sweet and literally everyone will ask for an extension for the due date, like an hour before the thing is due. So he's super cool about it. That's good. I feel like with the stuff going on right now, at least professors should be a little bit more lenient with what's going on. But some of them I have, I do not care. Got it. Yeah. It's nice to know that everyone out here is suffering, but I am suffering more when it comes to school. So I'm glad that at least your professors are understanding and that yeah, they're I'm giving like, you some leeway. Yeah, I'm like sex for you. Sorry. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Do you have any advice, suggestions, or tidbits of knowledge that you would like to convey to the people? The main thing is just like it's not that serious. Literally anything really is not that serious. So you shouldn't consider yourself with overthinking and just making something that it's not does that make sense it does i think also to piggyback off of that to enjoy life while you're here because you only get one of them as cliche as that is and as much as everyone says that like i think it is important to highlight that you don't know when you're gonna leave here but if you didn't enjoy yourself while you're here what was the point of being here And that's not to say like go wild and be crazy and stuff, but actually find joy in life itself, like in everything that you're doing. And I have a hard time with that as well when it comes to school, but it's all about perspective, right? Saying to yourself, 
I'm so fortunate that I'm able to take these classes in this time when there's so many people out there that can't get an education, can't afford an education, will never have this opportunity. So being able to take a step back and appreciate what you have. Yeah, we need to like bring back YOLO. Yeah, that's, (laughs) that is facts. Oh, I also have this last quote that I want to say before we talk about music. And I feel like I'm always just talking about Father Mike Schmitz, but he said, be who you are and be it well. And boy, that hit. Well, that's because it really is. But that's my last little tidbit of knowledge. We can talk about some music now if you want, or if you have just any music suggestions. I know you have a pretty unique taste in music, so feel free to share. I I guess if anyone knows me, I'm all about throwbacks. Like I'll for sure Mm -hmm. listen to like like every day, like yeah, (laughs) or whatever. You know, just all the good stuff. But you know, the kid Leroy or whatever, right? I was gonna say that. (laughs) I was gonna suggest that. (laughs) All right, you stole mine, but go ahead. Like a lot of his songs are like straight fire, honestly. Yeah, wrong. His song Wrong, I've been going in on that for the past few weeks. Song's good. More chill song, I'd say, is this song called Dancing by Black Party. It's really good. It's super chill, but also a major vibe. And then Foster the People, just some old classic stuff. But the song is I Would Do Anything for You by Foster the People. That's That's a really good, good, good. So you stole my music suggestion, which was The Kid Leroy. His album's really good. I, li- yeah. I heard his music first when it came out, that song with Juice World a long time ago. And it was really good. I like it a lot. He's from you know Carbon City, I heard. Really? I did not yeah. know that. Have you heard of Ami- Amine, I think it is, or Amine? Like anime? No, like, like it's <laughs> A-M-I-N-E. With an accent on the E. I don't know. No. He's a hip hop artist and he's still underground, but he has this song called Compensating with Young Thug. And it's really good. But all of his older music that he came out with in 2016 and 2018 is also really good. He just never really got that big break other rappers have gotten because he's more of the, I don't know how to describe, like, he's not the trap type of rap. He's just like the actual flow type of rap. Like what? <laughs> I don't know. I think he has like more of an R&B and mellow sound to him. So he doesn't gain traction in pop music. But yeah, those are pretty much my only suggestions for this week. To recap and to close out, thank you, M, for coming on the podcast. I know it's a little weird and it's weird to talk about life, to talk about yourself maybe, but thank you for all the tidbits of information you've shared, the advice you've passed on. And again, just for, for being here, for being you. Thank you. Wow, that was Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to another successful episode of the Growth and Jams podcast. We're brought to you by 1718 Media. If you feel so obliged, please feel free to leave us a rating on whatever podcast app you are listening to. Also, feel free to check us out on social media at Growth and Jams. I look forward to releasing more episodes, and thank you again for listening.